everyone, let's do this! How are you guys doing today? As always, I'm hoping you're all doing fantastically well, that you're happy, healthy, and having an amazing time in general. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, dealing with changes, and embracing challenges in life, as well as staying curious and, in general, trying to grow as a person. Last week, we talked about a rather touchy subject, political correctness, and asked ourselves whether or not we, out of fear of being perceived as politically incorrect or maybe even offensive, stay within our bubble and hesitate speaking our minds. We went over the importance of authenticity, being honest and voicing our truths, while naturally maintaining a sense of civility and respect towards whomever we are dealing with. It was an episode that got great feedback, so I do highly recommend you to check it out if you haven't, or if you'd like to go over it once again, you know what to do. Head on back and click play on episode 48. Is political correctness correct? But now, let's dive straight into this week's episode, where we'll talk about a topic I find truly fascinating and that has been grabbing me and dragging me towards it over the past months. It's a way of life that, in my mind, can be a great add-on to everyone's way of living. I'm talking about stoicism. Now, for those of you that don't know what, what it is or have never heard the term before... Stoicism, in its true sense of the word, is a system based on logic and about being indifferent to pain, but also to pleasure. Now, I don't like this definition too much because it gives off too much of a robot-like vibe to me, and I think it's vital to celebrate our successes and enjoy the pleasurable moments in life. So I don't follow this ancient philosophy to the T, But there are indeed certain principles of Stoicism I have been applying to and in my life that have greatly helped me. So I thought that with this episode, I'd share some of my personal learnings on it. Most importantly, I identify with the more modern version of Stoicism, which predominantly focuses on living a happy and fulfilling life. First of all, like I just said, I don't count myself as a Stoic, nor do I compare myself or aim to achieve the level of Stoic enlightenment the ancient Greek philosophers had who came up with it. I'd like to see myself as a Stoic with a twist, or (laughs) a selective Stoic. Alright, let's just say it how it is, I am a special snowflake Stoic. (laughs) But all kidding aside, there are in fact great Stoic principles that have helped me expand my comfort zone, not only by learning more about the subject, but by embracing a different way of living while simultaneously benefiting immensely from it. One of the first things I learned was to let things take their natural course and to not force things. Letting go of forcing relationships, regardless whether romantic or platonic, forcing specific outcomes, conversations, opportunities, and so on. Anything forced is just not meant to be. Now, before we go any further, I do need to make a very clear differentiation between fighting for something, putting in the time and effort to succeed, and making an effort to achieve something, and trying to blindly hold on to something that's truly not good for us. 
I'm not saying to dream of becoming a doctor and then never spend a single minute studying and then throwing the arms up in the air and say, hmm, I guess it wasn't meant to be. (laughs) But if for some reason, every time you talk to this person you like, they end up being in a relationship, then once they're single and interested in you, you have something going on with someone else and so on. Or when you try to apply for a job at a specific company, but then they are on a hiring freeze. But once you got and started a different, also great job, they contact you with an offer. It just wasn't meant to be, at least not in that moment in time. Forcing things is precisely the opposite of letting go and accepting things. Being able to smile through different situations where we think, you know what, I initially imagined things would turn out differently, but now I see and understand why it's okay the way it is. Trying to manipulate the fabrics of reality, contorting different scenarios just to make them fit into our own personal fantasies can be a great source of illusion and stress and disappointment, especially when we try to change things out of our control, which brings me to the next sub-point in this category. I believe you're all responsible individually for our lives. Yes, we may have the love and support from our friends and loved ones, and hopefully most of us also enjoyed a fantastic education and upbringing from our amazing parents. But ultimately, we are all accountable of how we live and evolve. So we are in fact captains of our boat and we do need to take matters into our own hands, roll up the sleeves and do what needs to be done to keep growing and moving forward. But there are also things outside of our control. God forbid a hurricane blows your house into the skies, a lightning bolt strikes a hole into my roof or a disease befell a loved one by surprise. These are things we can't control, so we shouldn't try to. Now, I do realize these are extreme cases, but I named them to bring the point across, which hopefully you understood. Let's apply the concept in a more day-to-day scenario. You're on your way to work, waiting for the train, and are scheduled to have an important meeting with your boss. Unfortunately, you see the notification that the train has a delay of 30 minutes, Instead of freaking out like most of us do or have done in the past, just accept the fact that you stressing over it won't make the train come any faster. So what are your options? Either wait there, maybe politely inform your supervisor about your tardiness and use the time productively to brush up on your talking points or try to find a different way to work by maybe even calling a taxi or calling a colleague who might be able to pick you up on her way to work. But walking back and forth with an angry look on your face, (laughs) biting your nails and scoffing at the teleprompter every time you look up and see the delayed sign just won't help anyone. But let's move on to another big part of stoicism, which is being present and enjoying the little things in life. A great learning I carry with me is attached to the memento mori principle or the reminder of all of our inevitable deaths. I know it sounds gloomy, but bear with me. It means to enjoy life as much as possible while honing in on our talents and carry out our life's potential as much as we can. 
After all, we can acquire anything extra in life except time. But being present doesn't only just mean partying and having a great time. It also means taking care of others, listening to our friends, and spending time by ourselves with ourselves, giving us a much-needed break during the day to just stop whatever we're doing to pause and clear our head, even if it's only five minutes, is a truly fantastic way to recharge our batteries. And being present, at least to me, is also a reminder to not look for happiness in material things, but rather in moments. Now, for those of you that know me on a personal level, you know that I couldn't care less about going shopping and buying new items of clothing. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong, I like to present myself in the best way possible and not wear garbage bags. Those are just for special occasions. (laughs) But I try to consolidate my year's shopping exercise into one or two days per year. But on the other hand, you also know how much I love redirecting my money into travel, skydiving jumps, music concerts, nights out with my friends, and so on. And it's precisely because then I get to forget about anything else and just focus on the people I'm sharing these moments with, or sometimes myself, should it be an individual experience. And talking about individual experiences, another great thing to keep in mind is that it's completely fine to be alone sometimes as well. Now, I've dedicated an entire episode on this topic, so feel free to check it out. It's episode 29, How to Be Alone But Not Lonely. But spend some time with yourself. As Tom and Donna from Parks and Recreation would say, treat yourself. (laughs) Take yourself out to dinner, buy yourself some time. Take yourself out to dinner, buy yourself some time. I know it Take yourself out to dinner by yourself sometime. I know you may feel self-conscious at first and think that it's weird, but trust me, it isn't. It's been normalized nowadays to only spend time with others, and if we're not physically present to them, to be connected to them through social media. Detach yourself sometime. Read a book, cook a meal, leave your headphones or AirPods on the table for once, and give yourself space to breathe. And not only that, give yourself also the time and peace to digest whatever you're going through, be it enjoying a pleasurable moment, savoring an amazing experience you've just shared with someone, cherishing an event you're grateful for, breaking down some inner walls, or dealing with bottled up emotions. You need to get to know and be fine with spending time with yourself. Understand that everything you feel needs to come from within, from your pool of emotions and not from external triggers. Honestly, there is a bunch I could tell about stoicism and how it can enrich everyone's life. Some of the lessons are quite obvious, like trying to learn from one's mistakes and moving forward or trying to be honest at all times. But practicing these principles are harder than they seem. But once they come more natural, after we've applied them a few times, they are truly, truly helpful. So I encourage you to get familiar with this vast topic, learn on your own, and see what makes sense to you. Expand your worldview and get acquainted with some of these points. I know they're helping me on a daily basis, so maybe they'll do the same for you. But for now, I want to thank you for sticking around until the end of the episode and bearing with me through this noisy voice I have today. 
I do have to apologize. I'm a little sick these days. But thank you so much for bearing with me. I wish you all the best in embracing the stoic principles I introduced to you today. And as always, please stay safe, stay healthy, and hey, don't be afraid to leave your bubble.